0: Welcome to Sermonary Radio. We are your hosts. I am Snarfgriss. I'm Critter. Welcome to the show.
1: Yeah, welcome back. It's 2023.
0: 2023. world Happy hasn't New ended yet, unless well, the world ended and we're recording this for no reason. Well, what, posterity?
1: Sure. <laughs> when advanced civilizations in the future find this, we're going to be like, these guys are okay.
0: Okay just was entertainment back then uh, go follow us on twitter instagram facebook all the other social media sites Go leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast at leave us five stars hearts loves hugs all the above. Let's go ahead and get right into the show. We are doing our double feature. Each of us picked a movie for the other nerd to watch. Unfortunately, uh, we both watched the movies, and we're gonna review them now. Um, and well, let's specify. So we
1: we typically started this off with picking the worst movies you could possibly think of. Yeah. And some of them ended up being, like, so bad they were good, or just, like, just the, the most ridiculous 80s. And we it, it was a lot of 80s horror. Yeah. Um. And then it, we change it up, and we try to do a good movie, and I think that was less fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's less to talk about when they're good, because they're good. Yeah,
1: I think we still had stuff to
0: talk yeah. about, but it was
1: definitely one of those, you know, like... You should check it out, because it was a good movie. Good movie. And these are more dares.
0: <laughs> yeah. Tonight is not going to be one of those nights where these are just extremely good movies. No, this is a dare. This is... This is... This is a dare. Uh, uh, one of these movies, I. it took me three days to get through, and I'll, I'll. we'll get to it and everything. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi, I'm Billiam. On my show, I go over every movie that's coming out during the week so you don't miss a thing. I have a pick of the week so you will know which movie you just have to see, and I also go over news and trailers that caught my eye. So check out Future Flicks with Billiam each week on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast listening app. I'll see you in the future. Uh, We're going to go ahead and start with uh, your movie, I guess. Okay, yeah. Um,
1: So, uh, I picked the 1993 movie, Remote. Remote. From Moonbeam Entertainment, um, there was no one of note in the movie at all. At all,
0: uh, there was actually one actor that I recognize is the main, was, the main uh, bad guy, main bad guy. Well, and then the
1: the the bigger guy, I've seen him and stuff, but yeah, he always yeah. plays he plays the same character. A but...
0: Randy had the world at his fingertips, but just when he had it all in control. Oh Things took a turn for the worse. School called. When I get home, young man, I'm going to confiscate every model in the house.
1: Three men suspected of robbing a local convenience store are still at large tonight. Police warned that the three should be considered armed and dangerous. I've never known anyone who got expelled before. My mom's threatening to confiscate every model in the house. So I'm taking him to the hideout until things cool down.
0: He was about to find out what real trouble was all about. Wow, this
1: is a real pretty house. How long we got a hold up here? Do the cops give up on the roadblocks? Three, four days, maybe.
0: Now he's matching wits with three outlaws who are about to outwit themselves.
1: Oh!
0: Error by error.
1: Strike I just barb in the air for you guys? Oh!
0: Blunder by blunder. Come quick, someone's coming. Don't worry, We're not going to hurt you. Oh, no, no, look, they got the army after us. And blow by blow... You gotta be pretty smart to get away from Louie, kid. Ah, Richard! He's teaching the bad guys just how far a kid will go. Ah. Ah. Rogue a comedy powered by a Adventure. What's the? Go ahead and give us the the basic synopsis of the movie.
1: So the basic synopsis of this movie is that there's this uh, I guess middle school kid.
0: Yep. Um, really into remote controlled. Scarily things. into it's like unnaturally obsessed with remotes.
1: But he had everything, and he like he had airplanes, he had helicopters, he had race cars, he had yodelers, he had Godzilla's, he had everything you could possibly think of and also i don't think these were real yeah there's no, no way that yodeler was a real thing with a grappling no. hook because that's way too fucking cool <clears throat> yeah it's like it a cool thing in the whole goddamn it movie. is
0: and it's when it showed up in the movie is the reason i knew i've seen this movie because i remember it it's a uh like a yodeler that looks like it was stolen from the movie prop from uh uh puppet master yeah because it looks exactly, it could fit in Puppet Master perfectly.
1: Yeah, it was creepy looking. Mm-hmm. It had a little grappling hook it would shoot out and then it would swing and yodel. Anyway, so he had all these remote control things and he used to take them to this house, this vacant house from a model home area and bring this, him and this girl would go and race model cars and fly model jets and, and this and that. Meanwhile, there's these bank robbers that, and by the way, they were, portrayed as bumbling they said that they're like poor bank over robbers they're just idiot absolute morons <laughs> trying to rob a bank and they're they uh they get away from the cops and they're they stumble across this house and they hide out in this model home meanwhile this kid gets in a tussle with a neighborhood bully who steals one of his model airplanes and then he him and him getting a fight over over it flying it and he flies it into his friend's science project and it explodes and he gets expelled and his mom's super pissed at him and she's like I'm taking away all your all your remote control stuff and he's like no no don't do that so he takes all of his models and he wants to bring them to his hideout which is that model home so he goes and brings them there and while he's stashing them the criminals show up and start hiding out. Now he's trapped in the attic with, with these guys down there. And then once they discover he's up there, it's him fighting him them with model airplanes. Home Alone style. Home Alone style,
0: but less interesting. So, yes, this is a movie I know for a fact that I've watched in the 90s, probably a lot. I, I have vivid memories of this movie. You got to understand,
1: I, in the 90s, remote control shit... Was it's, all the way Yeah, it was, for
0: sure. Uh and this movie made you jealous of the main kid. It's like a uh, Home Alone two. <laughs> Let's go ahead and talk about you know, Home Alone, a way better movie. Uh, whenever you had the talkboy yeah. thing and you're like, Man, I really want that. It's exactly the same thing. I'm like, I want a remote control yodeler that comes off the roof and grabs things, brings magically. some Cheetos out of the cabinet. One of the things, the movie's not good. I, it's not
1: bad. It's, it's the most average, it's low state. Yeah, the most. it's, it's, it's forgettable if you watch it now. But the one thing when I was rewatching it, I'm like, I get why I like this when I was a little kid in the '90s. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, as an adult, I recently got into home automation. Nice. And this kid
0: had it fucking figured out he had a remote control that controlled all of his remo- TV from across the street. It <clears throat> controlled bully, his TV. <clears throat> yeah, it controlled all that. And the bully sits down in the chair one time and he's basically watching softcore porn. Uh there's women running around in uh, bikinis and stuff like that and he's changing the channel and turning off the TV. It's the 90s version of what they thought technology would be. <laughs> and they're
1: weirdly right. So they're right. right so <laughs> it's uh so and then the kid control his TV, he controls everything in his house with this one remote control so he had this universal it was giant it was the size of a a fucking laptop that was four inches deep yeah but he can control every single one of his remote control things with it not to mention tvs and various other things and music and all that so i'm like when i went watching i'm like i just got into home automation (laughs) it's crazy
0: and i'm looking to do more i was like all right let me take some notes Uh, I mean, this—it's like one of those movies. There's no point in the movie where I'm like, "This is this is terrible." Like it, it was fun. Like watching the whole entire movie. I watched this movie in one setting. This is not the movie that took me three days to watch. Right. Uh, that's it's only next, an hour and twenty minutes. Movie. That's yeah. why. But this is a—it's a movie that you watch and you go, uh, "You know what? I can probably just turn this off and watch Home Alone, and yeah. I would be much happier."
1: Oh yeah. Even though you've seen Home Alone. A thousand of, times. Yeah, you'd be yeah, like, oh, yeah. "This is." I'd rather watch. I'd rather
0: yeah. watch Home Alone uh, for the thousand and one time. Or better, watch out. <laughs> 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 that's a good movie now but
1: overall again forgettable movie but early 90s when you wanted remote controls and now as an adult wanted a home do the home automation it kind of touched base on the, the two points i've watched this movie oh, in my life God. i wore remote control cars and i want home automation as a kid i i didn't get a
0: lot of remote control cars i got one and it was not of the quality this kid had uh, so, me and my brothers always got some for Christmas uh, uh-huh. from a relative that lived in uh, Chicago. He was it's my uh, step-grandfather, and he had money, a lot, lots of money. So, he sent us remote control cars, and we all couldn't play them at the same time, we realized, because you buy us the same one, and they would all work off one remote control. So, you we would have to go really far away from each other if we want to use them at the same mm-hmm. time, and they still kind of controlled each other. Right. So, he started buying us ones that were different colors, because they were working off of different radio frequencies. Ah. We had all the like the the you know the it was like I don't even remember the name of it, but you would hit the button on it and big claws would come out of the tires. Yeah, so it would like in the commercial, it climbed up mountains. It just made it go slower.
1: Yeah, well, I remember those. Yeah, but these this kid had the ones, Money that, ones. that were the hobbyist. Yeah, ones. Yeah, like yeah, like gas had, powered ones. He had and the and planes. I mean, the, the paint the one he crashed the mm-hmm. zero it fucking blew up because it had gas gas in it 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 blew up i mean he had a helicopter i mean so this was pre all of you know drones and everything Mm -hmm. i mean he was able to hover he had the planes uh he used the the helicopter to lure a dog to the captors yeah uh they had a scene where he had he had a godzilla that could blow fire and he boiled tar to dump on these guys which would which he did and it would it would have killed somebody. That would have been in
0: Better Watch. Yeah. You know, the, that would have been a lot. Yeah. It would have
1: played out a lot different instead of just, the, guy, oh, uh, it's so hot.
0: It would The have... curly uh, robber, which I, I just got Three Stooges vibes off all three of the robbers throughout the, every time they're on the screen. And the curly one, uh, the one that gets the tar dumped on him, he gets tar dumped on him. And it's boiling more, tar. More boiling tar. Boiling tar. And it's more of an inconvenience to him. He's like, oh, it's, oh, uh, no, it's hot, no, it's, it's gross, hot, sticky. It wouldn't. And he just, just like turned himself uh, over to the police at the end. And he's like, I'm done. Please arrest me. No, it would be. Please bring me to the hospital because my bones are melting. No, he'd be dead. The kid killed him. <laughs> uh, what is it in like home alone uh, go back to home alone. Uh the video where they show how many times Kevin would have killed everybody in the house. Yeah, yeah. Well, th- in this one that one would have been horrific. Yeah, but this is a it's so 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh I also had this whole feeling while I was watching this movie that I was watching you. The kid kind of looks like you. He's kind of squinting your eyes. I pictured you was that haircut in the 90s i did not have that haircut and this i did not a, wear glasses What's um, was the kid from um home improvement johnson taylor thomas yeah it's his haircut oh they all had hair yeah that i had a haircut like that i did not yeah which is surprising to yeah, me i didn't have that haircut and i also did not wear glasses okay so. uh, my mind's eye view of you in the 90s is wrong then. yep i'm still gonna think that way it's cool <laughs> that's cool you can be wrong <laughs> This is from a uh, Moonlight Studios, you said? Moonbeam, I think. Moonbeam. This is the second movie they release. The first first movie they released was called Prehistoria. Is that the name of Pre-asteria. it? Prehisteria. Prehistoria. Uh and it's Got the kid from Last Action Hero in it. Uh, That movie, on the other hand, I haven't watched it probably since the 90s, so I'm sure my memory of it is way better. But I watched the hell out of it. Oh, I did too. By the way, that was also in the running, unrelated. Yeah, really? You you had no idea they were connected? Well,
1: okay, so I had no clue because I was looking, you know, as you know. Instead of picking good movies, I was like, I got to find something kind of schlocky. And weirdly, I was looking through Paramount Plus. Okay, yeah. And Prehysteria is on there. Yeah, all okay. of them Prehysteria 2, and like there's three. It just goes well, on and on know and on. That, but... And then I was like, yeah, but. It's here. And so I was like, I want to pick something off the wall. Mm-hmm. So that's why I picked remote. Okay. and then This I... is
0: all owned by uh, Full Moon Studios now. It's all in their streaming service. So Puppet Master. Puppet Master. <laughs> yeah. <Makes sense. laughs> but the tagline for this movie was a
1: comedy for the whole family. So as you know, they put no thought into anything in this movie.
0: Uh, Actually, no thought so much where we can't find the budget online at all. It's one of those things I always like to know if they the movie made money. But this also seems like, I don't know if this was in theaters. It seems like a straight-to-DVD, d- not a straight-to-DVD, a straight-to-VHS. It probably di- it probably was, but weirdly, like, okay, so if you were to break it down,
1: it's not terrible because the pacing was fine. Yeah, it's fine. It has a dilemma yeah. for a kid's movie.
0: You know, it's just very low-stakes hijinks. Yeah, 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 for sure. And, and probably the best part of the movie is the last 20 minutes of the movie. I think that's when most of the action-action stuff happens, when he's fighting the robbers yeah. with remote control Godzillas and yeah, the planes. Only,
1: yeah, the only thing that didn't really, like, add anything was his friend Jamal in it in the beginning. Like, it looked like like they were, like, buds. Yeah, and, and just he just kind of nothing. disappeared. Yeah, yeah. And, it, like, and then he shows up at the end, like, leading the charge of yeah.
0: bringing the cops and everything. Like, how? Yeah, they do introduce that dude, and I was like, "Well, yeah, this a." buddy comedy thing we'll see him and he, he'll say funny things about vanilla ice over and over again and a bunch of other 90s references that nobody will understand now and then he kind of disappears
1: yeah he, he, he gets his thing broken like uh, the School airplane project yeah gets blown up and then he's not mad he doesn't say anything and then he's just not seen again until the last scene very weird he has a weird mom too oh yeah she was overly like excited and then
0: strict? i spend so much because she just got a new job because that was a a completely subplot in the movie. Uh, unnecessary. Led, uh, yeah. Unnecessary. About there's the dad that works off, I guess, uh, mostly because he probably just wants to get out of the house that's controlled by remote controls and he's sick of his kids and really sick of his wife that is booed swingy through the entire movie she has so much <laughs> weird like ups and downs in this movie she was bipolar but, it was undiagnosed I, I I would believe it if that was a subplot that uh, where in the background there was like the psychologist number to well, see if mom's really off the rails and that's why
1: that's why he dove into ele- electric cars is the only thing he controlled since he couldn't control his life
0: oh wow, that's deep man it's <laughs> <laughs> super deep
1: <laughs> I think I think we're cracking this. I I'm yeah, this is
0: this is a deep movie. We just we just didn't realize we need to sit down and talk about how deep this movie is. <laughs> it's. Let's talk about the socioeconomic, like, oh my God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ramifications of this movie. Let's talk about them.
0: Well, yeah, that's that's what I was saying, that they were going to throw away his bike, and they are going to throw away the car, because they are making so much more money now, and that's something that's literally never touched on again. It's just a, there's a lot of scenes in this movie that, not as much as the next one, that it just, it just goes nowhere. Yeah. This movie was not even long, but it could have been shorter. Yeah. <laughs> So, I think it was just trying to. So,
1: like the kid showed no interest in his family besides just being an okay kid. Yeah, like, but he didn't show remorse for getting expelled. He was more worried about losing his toys. Yeah. So, and I get that you're a kid, but like, like when his like there was no redemption arc. About the, the mom was worried about, like, maybe I did this, maybe I did that, maybe I did... But he wasn't like, Mom, I'm so sorry. There wasn't no that. It was just like... She was like, I'm so glad to see you. You can have all your toys. And it's like, cool. <laughs> like, that was kind of the end of it.
0: Yeah, he's basically been held by these robbers in this house. Not for even. two days? Yeah, and they, the robbers also... Until the end of the movie, doesn't even know the kid's there. Yeah. Like at all. Yeah. It, well, the the robbers are
1: interesting because I've never heard of a security system that has various floor pads. To set <laughs> floor so,
0: one of the robbers <laughs> is a expert in security systems and he feels around on the floor. Because there's floor pads that That set off the alarm.
1: Yeah, but you have to have 30 pounds of pressure on them so so he could touch them and find out where they are and put cigarette packs on places that were safe to walk. Cigarette! They had a bag full of empty cigarette packs that they put on the floor that they had to step on. To get around the 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 house so they didn't set up the alarm.
0: So what we always like to do, we go ahead and give this a rating. We give yeah. it a 1 out of 11. Go ahead. I, I give it a 2.3. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say a 2. It's I probably won't watch this movie again for the rest of my life. I get why I liked it. Yeah. yeah I, I understand why I liked it. In the and and
1: it, it was weirdly futuristic in the sense of all the automation of everything. Sure.
0: Yeah. You, Jeff Bezos saw this and was like, dude. Amazon. Dude. <laughs> Dude, Alexa. Alexa's happening, baby. <laughs> yeah, but I give it a two. It's out of everything that we've done on the podcast so far, this is probably at the bottom of the list of things that I would watch over again. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Done, done for sure. Alright, we're gonna go ahead and jump into my movie. And it is the uh, 1980 sci-fi movie called Battle Beyond the Stars. <laughs> Invaders, a defenseless planet, battle beyond the stars. A lone youth escapes on a last-ditch mission that begins at the edge of the universe. Who finds more than he expected? The <laughs> there. And all he can handle. Does your species have kissing? Oh, yes. We have that. Try one. That's a hot dog. It comes from Earth. Do you like it?
1: There's no dog in this. Mm-mm. Soybean meal, niacin,
0: dextrose and sodium nitrate flavoring. That's what we call meat back home. Battle Beyond the Stars. Starring Richard Thomas, George Papard, Robert Vaughn, John Saxon, <laughs> a battle beyond time, beyond space. They set fire. That ends in a desperate gamble. They'll be able to board us. It won't make any difference. Get that hatch open no! <laughs> Battle beyond the stars. So this is a Roger Corman movie, and if you know anything about bad movies, Roger Corman kind of goes hand in hand with bad movies. He was a producer, director, writer that uh, mostly what he's famous for is taking Italian and French movies, bringing them to America, buying them really cheap over there. Redubbing them. So if you ever watch a really bad sci-fi action horror movie that you're like looking at the person talk and you're like, man, the words don't really match. Well, it was probably a Robert Corman movie. He would buy them, redub them really cheaply. And then release them in America and make a ton of money on it because he released them to like, uh, home theater, uh, uh, rental places and stuff like that. That's where he made all his money. So this dude watched Star Wars and he's like, we're making a Star Wars movie. And this was his highest budget movie at the time, right at $2 million. Uh,
1: well, if you're going to talk about Star Wars, I want to say something about this part right here. <laughs> there was a moment that they had the laser that blows up the planet and he goes, "Star killer."
0: <laughs> so the synopsis of this movie: uh, there is a um a, a planet called Akir. Sure, super peaceful people. Yeah, they don't apparently have literally nothing uh other than this one patch of green on the planet that grows all their stuff they don't want for nothing they have this weird religion much like the force <laughs> that they follow uh it's all about you know not hurting somebody unless it's to save somebody it's all about peace and blah 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 and there's all these guidelines that they lived their life by and then the main bad guy of the movie that is played by john saxon which is the one of the probably more recognizable guys in this movie uh played not vader but Seder. uh and he has a bad birthmark over his eye which i apparently i think is supposed to be a scar yeah and he goes to the planet and he tells him in a couple of cycles from now i'm gonna come back and you're gonna submit to me i don't know why he didn't just make him submit at the time whenever he had him all caught off all guard but he gives him a bunch of time and be like hey we're gonna come back and then shad which is a kid uh teenager shad Chad. That's right. That's yeah. right.
1: The whole movie you're like, is it Chad?
0: This Chad. I that would have been so much funnier if
1: they just turned it into a goofy movie like Are you are you saying Chad? Chad? <laughs> no, Ch- Chad. That's not
0: a name. <laughs> uh so shad takes it upon himself was the not chad ch- not chad okay uh to go off planet in a ship and raise an army to come back and help defend the planet yep. against Sador, not vader to fight him off and and you know that's what he's doing so the basic premise of the movie is he's going around the galaxy to get this ragtag group of people cowboys lizards Amazon Space Women uh um, <laughs> a bunch of rip offs of Star Trek there's a like there's a ripping off everything in this movie and then they go back to the planet and they defeat Sador that's 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 the movie now, well that, that it, it's
1: drawn the fuck out it's
0: so drawn this is a almost two hour long movie and this took me three days to watch.
1: I remember when I, I was like this can't be that long. I was like an hour and th- god damn it. This is almost two
0: hours. So I know I watched this movie probably in the late 80s early 90s because I remember certain things about it. I remember the main actor that plays Shad yeah he is also the main actor in It the TV show mm-hmm. the Tim Curry one. There are so many scenes in this movie that this drags out for no reason other than the fact that they kind of nailed space travel in this movie they look good what part space travel this the uh, the ships traveling through space slowly at most of the time uh this movie even opens up with the like in the uh uh original star wars yeah. where the ship flies over yeah. the top it opens up with the exact scene i was waiting for r2d2 and 3cpo to shoot out the escape pod out the bottom and go to the planet underneath i it, love i love in the beginning of the movie the first so the title
1: was super futuristic like what you would expect a space font to look like right then then the first name you see is robert vaughn <laughs> <laughs> he's barely in this movie. Yeah. It's like he didn't want to be there. At the time, I think he would
0: probably have been the the most famous actor.
1: I think so. Yeah, yeah.
0: But like And probably people don't know who he is now, but I mean, he was yeah, in bas- he, he was the bad guy in basketballs for yeah, those people. Yeah, there you go. Um, uh, but he was a famous actor in the 70s and 80s. The Seder guy again, like I said, he he's he was in a lot of stuff at the time. It's still I think that dude's still alive and playing weird bad guys or old people now. But uh okay, really the most important part is the whole entire movie is uh Shad is getting from the elders like, hey, we're going to go get, you know, all the, you know, we're going to go find mercenaries off planet. And then he gets to his ship. Which is named Neil? Nail? I thought
1: it was it's. I thought it had a female name. Yeah, it is. Nell. 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 Nell.
0: Uh, and he takes off in a ship, and I'm She's like, "She's a bitch." Yeah, she is. It's uh, like they took Rosie from the Jetsons and made her bitchier. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't really listen to him, she kind of does whatever she wants. She's to, a and then Degrades him literally. Compares all him the
1: to time. a character that no one ever finds out yeah,
0: about. No, not at all. But the ship takes off, and I see it just out of you barely kind of see it just kind of raise off the planet, and I'm like wait a minute that shit has tits dude i am so glad you said that because (laughs) it's weird
1: because i was like is this shit have i was like does this ship have boobs
0: it has boobs.
1: And then it has like the head of the ship look like a uterus.
0: It uh, This ship <laughs> is in the shape of a uterus. And boobs. And boobs. I, and this is not even a lie because I had a good this to be like, that was done on purpose. And then I found out this movie started James Cameron's career. This was his first movie really, really worked. I can't believe that he went from this straight to aliens. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and
1: he's like, I think I learned enough from that movie. <laughs> <laughs> that I could pull off one of the greatest sci-fi action thrillers but of
0: all time. Aliens only happened because of this movie. I I get it, which is crazy because a lot of the production that worked on this movie went on to do Aliens. This is how he met all the people he worked with forever. Mm-hmm. He designed a ship. He was the head of uh, the uh, art department. Now, uh, Bill Paxton, which never was an actor before this movie, he wasn't an actor in this movie, but he worked in production in this movie, and that's how he hooked up with James Cameron. which James Cameron, put Bill Paxton in a bunch of his movies later. <laughs> Terminator. Terminator, yeah. So this movie started, Roger Corman started a lot of people's careers. I mean, uh, Jack Nicholson, uh, Coppola, all started from movies that he did. Now, this was a movie that was supposed to be like the next Star Wars. Like, this is why there was so much budget in it. I mean, his budgets for some of his other movies were like $50,000. Okay. Like, they were nothing. That's probably why they mentioned a character that they never explained about. Who? The the one that the the ship kept on talking about. That was the old man. Oh, the blind guy? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's the same character. They never they they say it, but they don't really say it. I mean, they talk about him like he, he the dude just kind of just bumped around things. Like he yeah. was like But apparently he was some kind of space hero at one time or another. They never expl- like so this this whole entire planet has no defenses but they have this really badass AI ship that apparently has been sitting on the planet doing literally nothing the entire time.
1: And apparently it's one of the more sophisticated ships out of all the other ships that they encounter because its lasers are just, like, ridiculous. Nothing could catch it. It was was like, oh, yeah, we have the best spaceship ever that shaped like boobs and a uterus.
0: This also had um, George... Pepard, I think is how you say his name. He is most famous for 18. He was Hannibal. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean he's probably the one of the more <laughs> again like out of the the three or four guys in this movie. He's the one cowboy, here, a, a cowboy. Yeah. So he is uh, apparently from Earth. Yeah, but uh, they
1: they're just like, hey, Earth exists. Yeah, Earth exists. <laughs> Don't know the timeline.
0: He he, he watches uh, westerns and he carries you know guns and like a uh, old western guy. Uh, he, he talks and, like he, that and he
1: carries scotch in his belt yeah. buckle.
0: Scotch and soda and ice and ice which you know i I don't blame him i I might want to do the same thing at one time or another in my life so yeah he goes off to uh, planets he he meets all these weird characters in his first adventure there's this guy that's
1: like part part robot he put his like head on a robot body yeah or robot core and tries to pawn off his daughter onto he's like hey you, you can should... never
0: leave this place. You're just gonna do my daughter. Yeah, you're gonna procreate with my daughter, and then that's it.
1: <laughs> and then uh, all the ro- the robots look creepy. Yeah, they did because they were obviously people. Yeah. but
0: they looked like robots. Yeah, they uh, were looked it good, off. It was a good paint. Yeah, I was like, man, that I think those might be androids for real. <laughs> uh, he also meets, uh, as I said earlier, uh, a space barbarian woman, a Valkyrie, a Valkyrie,
1: Valkyrian.
0: Yeah, they, sure. Uh, some take on Valkyrie. Uh, he meets a. Lizard. She also had. Boobs. Yeah, she, she did. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he also meets a knockoff Star Wars, I mean, uh, Star Trek lizard person. I don't remember what they're called in Star Star Trek. I'm not a Trekkie, so. But it's exactly the same costume. Uh, it kind of looks like the lizard people from Land of the Lost, but he talks. And he is friends with these two other white, bald-headed characters that look, all, again, like Star Trek knock they're, they're,
1: like, reddish, and they generate heat.
0: Heat. Yeah. That's how they communicate. Yeah. Heat. Heat. And then they have, like, a barbarian guy. Yeah, that doesn't talk. The <laughs> I'd really do much of yeah. anything in the entire movie. Who else was there? I'm just trying to think of the ragtag group of people. There got. was the
1: group of clones. They're Well, they're not clones. They're all the same guy. Yeah, they're the same but guy. But they're clones, too.
0: Yeah. They like all multiple. have the same like They have brain. a hive mind, yeah. yeah. Which is also, again, very Star Trek.
1: Yep. <laughs> so... But they... First of all, the lizard guy was gonna eat eat the girl, so so the guy left the girl because he's like, I don't want to eat part of this. He goes, I'm trying to help my people. So he leaves, leaves the girl, and, and she's like, well, I want to leave, too, now. I didn't realize there was a life outside of this so she she books it away from her dad and she gets picked up by the lizard people who are going to eat her and and when she goes no we're trying to i'm trying to find uh people to fight this alien lord and and the lizard guy was like wait who oh that guy sucks
0: not <laughs> vader oh yeah I, like i hate that guy darth
1: Sader yeah that guy sucks uh, i'll I'm come in. with
0: you if i can have his head Yeah, we're gonna we're, yeah, yeah. Sure, yeah i don't need his head and
1: then uh what's his name the guy from it goes up and finds those white
0: uh, bold mm-hmm. telepathy super advanced mm-hmm. alien race or clones or whatever the hell they are that wasn't super clear. And then he finds the last person he finds is the the serial killer. Well, the Valkyrie, he just talks on the phone. Oh, yeah. And and after she's, he runs her off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, hey, what's
1: up? <laughs> she's like, hey, how you doing? Go away.
0: He basically makes her go away. Yeah, he was really rude. Really, like, really uncharacteristically rude. And she her. wasn't
1: even, like, saying, hey, she's doing anything ridiculous. She was just, I'm a fighter. Cool. Well, if you don't want to fight with me, beat, scram. Scram, go on,
0: get. (laughs) so yes that's the look we're all over the place on this movie because this it's m- all over the it's place all over the place like there's i'm sure there's literally 30 minutes of footage in this movie that's just ships moving from left to right from the bottom of the screen to the top of the screen not fast slowly and then sometimes it'd be fast which i think it's the same footage just to sped up robert roger corman also used this same footage for um uh a bunch of his other uh sci-fi horror movies uh, like Terra and the Ga- galaxy and a terror terror the galaxy it's another like really bad uh, worse than this way worse than this but they just reused all the sounds and footage from them so they have the same ships inside of it all there yeah this movie i like a lot more that no let me rephrase that i think remote's a better movie but i had more fun watching this i agree i
1: think although this is a worse movie But there was a lot more interesting things happening.
0: Yeah, even if this movie drags a little bit, just because it's it's too long. If this would have been like a quicker pace movie, or if it was in a series. Yeah, where they
1: expanded each one of those little encounters a little bit more because
0: he meets all these people in this movie and they spend literally at the max and this is gonna be weird because of how long this movie drags out he meets somebody he talks to him for about five minutes and goes hey i need you here and hey come help my planet and then he moves on to the next character and that's literally the entire movie this is what him moving on to the next person he finds out about drugs he finds out about prostitutes he and he buys drugs and he
1: buys prostitutes and then he's like oh now maybe I should know where's your where's your where's your code now now dude the
0: the force doesn't tell yeah the force tells me what what was it whatever their religion thing is so they get to the planet and there's this really just subpar war scene they're running around caves underneath the place for some strange reason there's also a space battle and this is where this the most fucked up part of the whole entire movie is every single person other than the first girl he meets dies all of them all of them all of them die all of them. and in their religion they even have something for that. Oh, they sacrifice themselves for somebody else and as long as they touch the life and that other life still lives they're not really dead so it's okay i don't care that they died <laughs> so talk about coping mechanisms <laughs> successful ones but yeah i i, I like the movie uh, mostly because it's just a bad sci-fi movie if this movie i think we were talking about it earlier if this movie would have been released in like 72 73 i think i was like when i was watching this i'm like you know what it's not that bad when was it made the 60s oh 80 no this is bad yeah it's bad <laughs> it's like, if it was everybody... early 70s i I think it would probably be a better if this movie. This was early 70s. I would be very impressed. Yeah, yeah, because this would have been ahead of its time. This is literally just a rip-off of Star Trek and Star Wars, kind of mashed together. And then poorly done. Yeah, and then badly done. Uh, I, I, the movie made money. It's $2 million made $11 million. This one you could watch. Yeah, and and I, I, I like, you should watch it. And this is, it's, it has its place, especially being a Roger Corman movie and all that stuff. And I, I, I all, all his movies are bad, and I like a lot of them this one i will probably watch eventually again no, remote i never. probably won't watch i, I know both, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i never watch this one ever again this either. one i'll probably watch again this would be good background for me every once in a while so i'm i'm fine with it this is more up my alley of type of movies it's bad and i like to torture myself i don't know yeah, I, I mean that's so. basically what i do with movies nowadays yeah. but on a scale of the one to 11 where you got on this one
1: um i'd give this one a 3.4 okay i'll
0: give it a four yeah, I'm right above you. Uh, I, it's not good, but... I didn't hate it, but... I didn't I, hate it. I mean, like, I would never watch it again. There's really no need to watch it again. Yeah. I might fast forward it to this movie, or I'll just edit a bunch of stuff out of the movie and then just release that. If, if someone's like, oh, what's a bad sci-fi movie? I'm like, well, let me tell you. <laughs> I got a movie for you. <clears throat> All right, so we're going to go ahead and start closing out the podcast. Hey, send us movies for our double features. Uh, I hope y'all are also watching the movies before you listen to the podcast, because you understand a whole lot more of what we're saying or watch it after and be like what, what the, the hell? hell i mean we is didn't it, say that is what they said we didn't say
1: watch out for spoilers because these movies came out
0: 30 years ago and also i mean 40 years ago they're not they're not even that interesting <laughs> they're not we didn't give anything away trust me actually we can we just told you the entire movie and it still made no sense yeah it still doesn't make any sense yeah i mean i'm trying to think about it. we rambled yeah because it, it's a rambling movie that if you were to watch it that like you're going to go oh no they yeah, that's they just described someone the movie someone with ADD made this movie <laughs> it's like they had a bunch of ideas took everything that made sense and be like how can we fast track everything it, fuck it let's do it how can we fast track everything and make it feel like it drags on all at the same time <laughs> we're going to have them go in so many different areas but have all the dialogue slow <laughs> so anyway uh send us some movies to watch on a future double feature to me it's one of my fav- our favorite our pod- favorite my favorite podcasts that we do i love doing the movie reviews i love watching bad movies our good movies and reviewing them with critter oh uh, so yeah send those in to us on facebook twitter instagram on their website we got a contact us page so yeah do all those things follow us also leave us a review hopefully all positive leave us all the stars all, all the, the stars hugs, and, hugs kisses I mean, to be honest but yeah just, <clears> just, go, just make calling. sure you do all that stuff especially on itunes uh itunes one is important uh, so make sure you leave the a review on there we will be back in a few weeks with a new podcast we'll see you next time good journey nerds good journey nerds